Loading. Intro for the podcast. 20%. Failure to load. Alright guys, the fucking podcast is malfunctioning. I'm just going to have to do a manual intro. Bloody technology these days. We all know whose fault that is. Ain't that right, Deshaun? Huh? Yep. Your virginity just grew back with that intro. And it. Yeah, yeah, totally grew back. Yeah. <laughs> it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I call a slam dunk of an intro. Anyway, babes. She's the world in O-Sport podcast. Or is the product hey, called hey. a podcast? Anyway, how y'all doing, Matthew and Nicholas? Not so bad, not so bad. Just okay. Large. Aye, all right. Aye, all right, all right. It's a big wide world. Big wide world of sports out there. It is. It is. Hang on, Jesus Christ! What's that coming over the horizon? Is that? I can see Patrick Mahomes' wallet from here. (laughs) 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 I think that'll be the first news segment then. Guys, as we know by now, Patrick Mahomes got uh, paid. Let me see. Yes, it was a metric fuck ton. Yeah. Half a billion. Half a billion dollars over the next 12 years. It is officially the biggest contract in sports. Not in guaranteed because of baseball. Mike Trout is getting guaranteed over 400 million. But we're going to assume he's getting that 500 million off the Chiefs at some point. Yeah. It does seem like the incentives are quite like achievable. Like one of them is within the ten years won the AFC championship and another one is the earn the league MVP. So he's done both of them already, so you'd likely think he could repeat it. I hate I hate how team friendly yeah. it is. I well, hate it. it. Is, I, the whole it point is a little bit it, upsetting. Yeah. Don't kick the can down the road and then oh, six years later, oh we're renegotiating it. No. You shouldn't be able to free up cap space once it's set in stone. Are they still getting six years' money? Uh, well, they'll be getting what is it like six? Well, he's, like he's after, getting he's after got the these... four years guaranteed in the bank. Yeah, and then I think he got like essentially sixty-three million dollars and a guaranteed just at signing. Mm-hmm. And then the I think the next six years after that are essentially consecutive one-year options that the team has yeah. that they need to renew so every year after that initial four year period so starting in 2025 basically the Chiefs have an out every single year which feels yeah. kind of bullshit for what is a 10 year contract it's not really a 10 year contract if you have outs after four years yeah it's I like, but it sounds good yeah I it suppose. still is technically a 10-year deal. Like, they did make arrangements for 10 years. Yeah, they. I suppose you can give them that. By the way, in uh, in other unrelated news, the Bears front office just got a massive fucking fruit basket from ownership. Don't know why. Yep, turns out getting Mitch Trubisky was the right decision because now they can just draft another rookie next year. Yeah, this was a, yeah. known as an investment pick. It's known as 4D Chessnick. So it works. <laughs> 47D underwater surfboard. <laughs> yep. Whenever they're getting Trevor Lawrence next year, then boom. Or, you know, they'll pass for him for some 
lesser yeah, can't imagine. You'll go to the Jags. Can't imagine watching Justin Fields. Yep. Second pick for the Jags. And they will instead trade for Jake Fromm. <laughs> imagine the Jags trying to get Bortles back next year. Imagine, just to be the Jags. Imagine the, thinking the Jags could have less than six wins this year. I, I don't oh, think you need to imagine very hard to see that at all. I mean, they had six, love to, six wins this year with see, a worse team. I would love to see my boy do well down at the Jags. Not Just Minshew play well. again. No, I think he'll play well, but you can play well and do badly. Just Aye. because the team wants to tank. Six I would like to see him bad. play well and get rewarded for it. He'll accidentally win six games. Why don't you just find the best of both worlds? Just let the Jags trade him for like a second mm-hmm. rounder or something to a non-meme team where he could actually accomplish something. Well, Seems I don't have them decisions at hand. I mean, I guess, but you can, you can, you know, you can stand for it on Twitter. Tweet at them, Connor. Come on. I mean, Word I, I no stand for Gardner Minshew already. The uh, thing no, is, like, you're, I know we, we've already gotten off the point of Mahomes. <coughs> yeah, fantastic record, shit, yeah. record time in going off on a tangent. <laughs> but, but think about the last few years of like teams trying to tank. Yeah, the Dolphins were, were meant to tank. Oh well, yeah, but Won Ryan five games. Patrick was a problem. Well, the Dolphins yeah, kind of exactly. Did the tank. Gardner Minshew is Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's but yeah, but he. That's what I'm saying. I don't want them to try to tank, but fail because of him. I would like them to also a do well. Years, just a few years him. back, the Jets, um, they they went into the season in the scam for Sam season, Sam Darnold. Yeah, and they were yeah. meant to have the worst NFL team anyone's ever seen. They ended up coming sick from the draft order because they won about five games. Yeah, it just it happens. Well, there's always surprise teams. Like I think the only team that did shit for a full year that wasn't surprising was the Bengals or maybe I'm well I suppose <laughs> the Browns went 1-31 for two years yeah they did but they, they had a special they had a secret <laughs> weapon and that was Hugh Jackson yeah he's definitely I completely forgot about that 1-31 thing but God bless them alright anyway Only do we have Browns, anything Browns uh, I was going to say anything to add to Mahomes obviously Mahomes is getting a lot um, um, Mahomes might start mean, a space race. Just that his just that his cap hit um, this year is going to be fairly small. Yeah, it's like two point five oh, million. Yeah. yeah, which means that that is a potentially a good sign for one Chris Jones, who is looking to get re-signed to a deal, uh, because that means that the Chiefs are going to have slightly more than the about twenty five cents in cap room that they uh, previously had. Yeah. I though I don't think he'll get signed by the Chiefs. I could still see him moving on somewhere else. Um, they they recently signed Tyree Kill as well, and they need to repay Travis Kelsey because his contract's coming up. Uh, they're going. They're going to need to pay is, those. Like, well, I suppose Chris Jones is valuable, but it's Chris, like when you compare him to Travis Kelsey and the rest. I was going to say, who would you rather have, Travis Kelsey or Chris Jones? Yeah. Um, on, the, on the Chiefs, I might actually rather have Chris Jones. Yeah, I'd rather have Chris Jones in a heartbeat. I don't know if you would. Kelsey's 30. Yeah. So he's still performing. He's 30. You're very ageist, Connor. I can't no, he's this 30. And uh, where do we have Chris Jones ranked <laughs> in the top defensive lineman? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's very first. good. If you can pay him, then you should. He is, obviously. More, he is more valuable than Travis Kelsey. To the Chiefs, I don't know. And that, well, actually, probably specifically yes. to the Chiefs, that's why I think he's... He's a deal more valuable than Travis Kelsey is because 
the Chiefs are a team that is known for being stacked offensively. That they have a but lot part of, of guys who can deliver on that side of the ball. When Mahomes needs yards, he's not just looking to one guy. He's got four or five different guys that are all good options. And, and so he's unlocked the ability to use his legs. Yes. Oh, certainly, certainly. But I still think Travis Kelsey is a big reason why they're successful. A massive, massive and reason. The Raiders and to just got get Darren rid of Waller. Him, the Raiders went to some halfway house for drug addicts and got Darren Waller, and he put up over a thousand yards. I'm sure the Chiefs under Andy Reid could do something similar. It's fucking high on Rutland. Mm. Man, I could see through space and time, so just caught everything. Hey. Especially when you look at the state of tight ends in the league now. You kind of. And whenever you actually use one well, like the Chiefs do, I don't think they're going to want to just drop them. Mm-hmm. If you obviously in an ideal world you keep all of them, but yeah, ah, you what just scares me you with regards them. to like tight ends contracts is if if Zach Ertz ends up having to get like a really big contract because Kittle gets a massive contract and then Kelsey gets a massive contract, then yeah, but even they I'm worried people. that I'm worried about him potentially um, ending up somewhere else because of that. I think I Seattle. think Zach Ertz is basically on his way out. Was what, how old of he football now? or of Philadelphia? No, just of, of Philly. Like you, you got uh, yeah. Dallas Goddard. Yeah, true. You, actually. Know, you, you just pay him. Move on, Zach. He's getting he's getting sucker punched. That's it. I mean, he's just Jason Witten. That's all he is. Well, it takes he's not Jason Seattle, no bother. He is a lesser Jason Witten than his prime. I'll say that. He's Jason Witten's a wizard. That bad he's can still not play football. Comparable to Jason Witten. He can open his mouth and string two words together. Hey, well, that's just rude. Jason, <laughs> that that is Ertz? accurate. Hey. I don't know if you've watched Monday Night Football <laughs> when he was that's on there. Fucking rude as hell. <laughs> uh, but we're on about. Uh, we're that was on like a, a, a fucking Make a Wish program having Jason Witten on Monday Night Football. All Jason Witten does out of sheer talent, though. It's I think they are. Uh, yeah, the talent starts at the neck and oh, goes down very, from there. They're very similar, except Jason Witten would, would have been a better like blocker in his prime. And obviously, Jason uh, Jason Witten had the ability to like kind of warp in the like open spaces on third downs. Oh, well, I'll tell you valuable. something. Jason Witten definitely has got a couple of blocks inside that helmet. <laughs> Even are the Raiders playing the cheat or the Eagles this year? Are the Raiders playing the Eagles? Um, I don't think so, but maybe. I don't think even so. If they're the not, head, I think, I no. Even if they're not, Jason Witten's going to catch about two third downs against the Eagles this year. That's just how it works. Wait, do you say the Raiders? Is Jason yeah. Witten on the Raiders? <laughs> he is on the Raiders. Yeah. What? <laughs> does why? that make sense? Why would the well, Raiders do that? Um, I don't know why, but... Uh, it's, I think it's just because of John Gruden. Like, maybe there's like an what? agreement. There could what? be an here's, agreement with, like, coaches. My oh, they, they aren't playing each other. Here's my theory. They, they needed to lower the collective team IQ so they could stop getting subscription emails from Mensa. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're really bigging up the Raiders here, but... 11 Pro Bowls for Jason Witten. That's a Hall of Famer right there. Robert Walby. Two-time yeah, first-team All-Pro. Second time. I don't know that they were playing each other, Connor. But you were lied to. Uh, no, you completely just... Uh, there's the joke. Look up, Matthew. It's gone over your head. Oh, <laughs> Connor. He would do it anyway because he's Jason Witten and it's Eagles. That's not the joke, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's the joke now. 
that nah. you, it's all right to make errors, Connor. You had a question. I answered it for you. It's okay. I'm an educator. Yeah, that's what a I joke, do. Matthew. I knew You're they weren't joke. playing. I know the schedules. Oh, I knew they weren't playing do. the fucking Eagles. Of course you know Jesus everything. Jesus Christ. Let's, let's test your knowledge, Connor. Tangent again. Let's test Connor's knowledge. Rega- well, regarding schedules, if we're going to test Connor's knowledge, uh, here's an interesting one. Are the Jets going to be playing the Eagles at any point next year? Uh, I mean, no, because they did it last year. Because I think they were. Because uh, one of the one of the the Jets uh, fresh and the Jets are getting Super Bowl. <laughs> one of the Jets fresh new receivers uh, made a comment about how Philly was a uh, dirty trash city. <laughs> which sounds about of, right. Which is, which is, uh, you know, hey, hey, asshole. <laughs> We are the only people who are allowed to say that about Philly. You are not allowed to say that. People from Philly can say that, but you can shut the fuck up in New Jersey. Hey, I mean, I know, I know, he's not going to be playing this year, but he's already had a slam dunk against the Eagles. He's he's going to be playing in in New Jersey, and he's calling other cities trash. In all fairness, he does have to go to Philly. He is playing the. Philadelphia in the preseason the, games. Well, is, there gonna, is that going to happen now that there's two preseason well, I games? Think, well, no, well, they're the sec- they're week four, so I imagine they would play. There's also an interesting the little, on the first two. interesting little um, kind of historical footnote to this is that the Jets have never ever won against the Eagles ever. Really? Yeah. Ever no, since the, they stole gangrene, the Jets have never won against the Eagles in a single game. Who was it? Well, stole which was it? Was it the Eagles stole gangrene or tried to steal gangrene from the the Jets? I have no idea. For like their defense, no notion what you're even. Anyway, about. moving on to uh, Eagles and discriminatory discriminatory comments. Yeah, sadly, sadly, Let's get right no into it. Sadly, uh, the other Deshaun big Jackson, news. Deshaun Jackson loves Hitler. <laughs> as we can see um, that's going to be on the Instagram this is very very uh, very. it's a very touchy subject that we're, we're going Andy um, so I don't really know if I want to talk too much about it but the, there's obviously uh, a decent amount of anti-Semitism that has now appeared uh, Deshaun Jackson like apologised for it but then other people have now come out and saying that he's not wrong about his comments of like how White Jews can affect uh, or are negative towards uh, African Americans. Yeah, and a, a bunch of other ones have come out in support. Um, Marquis Goodwin came out in support, and the next morning woke up. Also, oh, woke up and now I'm an, an anti semite But then, when questioned about it, he's all, "Yeah, what did I lie about?" Yeah, <laughs> all that. So they're really they're really doubling down. There is a yes, shocking and- lack of coverage on this. I mean, come on, where's Malcolm Jenkins? I thought he was the voice of the people. Is he not there's about some, to speak up? Some real, some real, uh, just kind of like everyone. Everyone is getting different flavors of foot here because they're all up in their mouths, and it's really starting to to show some, some just some pure dumbassery from some people that you can't expect to post your highlighted Hitler quotes on Instagram and get a positive reaction out of anyone. I don't, just don't know where the guy's head was at. Like, I don't know. 
Well, Julian Edelman wants to chat to him now. I didn't even know Julian Edelman was Jewish, but well, I do. the thing, I the thing that makes this all the the, the could have guessed now in fucking idiocy was... about all this. Guess guess who guess who runs the Eagles? Harry Roseman. Harry Roseman uh, is Jewish. Guess who owns the Eagles? Know? Jeffrey Lurie, also Jewish. Like he could not have picked a stupider thing. To hitch his bandwagon yeah. to. Yeah, the, these these <laughs> men who are paying damn. me billions of dollars to be injured for a year are holding me down. <laughs> They're dividing us. <laughs> uh, well, Julian and Julian Edelman had a great comment on his uh, ESPN Thirty for Thirty documentary about his religion, where he, con- he confirms that he is Jewish, which I thought was the the height of comedy. <laughs> I also misread something there saying it says Jackson drew backlash and I genuinely read it initially as Jackson Jew backlash I thought that's a bit of a weird title to go with there are at least but, more people like stand up now a lot of like like oh, I say of the smaller like uh, journalists are stand up like it was touched upon a bit by ESPN and Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman but they didn't yeah. go too much into it bloody Shannon Sharp was looking a bit dodgy because only a few weeks ago he was calling for Drew Brees to retire yeah, out of shame and embarrassment. So uh, it's a bit of a hypocrisy, you know. But it's just sort of. I think I feel like it's going to blow over with, like, in the same sort of length of time as the Drew Brees one. I just I, I want think someone to be really so passive. To I want someone to be so passive aggressive. I want Drew Brees. They post on Twitter: "Silence is violence." I just Drew Brees <laughs> a load of pictures of him with a yarmulke on just. <laughs> No, I I do think that the the lack of response to some of this stuff is a little bit like it's it's, it's a bit of a problem that people are are more willing to let this fly, seemingly just because there's less like media talk about um, about specifically like anti-Semitism at the moment. Mm. But you you can't you can't do this shit and. As as an Eagles fan, it really fucking upsets me because I, I don't I don't want to have to I don't want to have to deal with this kind of shit and I don't want to have to spend my time thinking oh well you know what you know the team performance is is this and that and that or, oh but on the other hand Hitler quotes no fuck that like I'm sorry <laughs> but like at a certain point just uh, like god damn it I understand it. I'd, be, I'd be furious if like a seat well it seems like one of the all the 32 teams are going to come out and say something I, it does I, feel like I'd I just want like, I just want one fucking season where Carson Wentz can have an actual receiver to throw the ball to mm, I want him to have a wide receiver just once and it seems that that is not Ever gonna happen? Antonio Brown's free I mean, you know, Antonio- 2017 was pretty good with the receivers, and yep. Elshon Jeffrey was pretty fantastic. Connor coming out as a Lions fan, like stop complaining. Like, at least you can't have a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think the only reasonable thing to well, do Lions is we, we got wide receivers. We, we just gotta have. Deshaun Jackson get a live circumcision on air. Imagine just get this over with. If they fucking did, imagine that's what they would need. Did you know in America, it's like about seventy percent of adults are circumcised. Which oh is, yeah, it's like a medical. You just go to your doctor weird. and ask for it. But like, what? I think you can do that here. 
But no, no one does it here. No one does it Nobody here. Nobody does it because they're not lunatics. But everyone in, in America does it. I am a proud I hooded warrior. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <I can't> hell. <laughs> Like up the hooded warriors. That's, what we're gonna, that's the name yeah. of the podcast. After the world gets back to having sports, the hooded warriors podcast. Anyway, Nick, you just have to settle for you know your first round draft pick this year. No, I like I'm I'm perfectly happy to have him play in games, but it's just it's just disappointing to see this from from a player that I was genuinely looking forward to watch this year, who I had I had a lot of hopes for, who I was I was. You know, I was confident that he was going to perform well after you know his his um, his injury problems last year with his his long kind of like road back from what was really quite a um, quite a like unpleasant type of injury. Um, back injuries can be some of the worst things to recover from, just because it limits your your overall mobility so much it's it can be oh, like really, look at Shay's ear can be really frustrating i'll say this but, at least he came out with a statement to apologize as opposed to yeah. you know, like stephen jackson um who are just doubling down and yeah and okay it's it'll blow over very quick didn't uh didn't uh didn't your boy uh jameis get in there as well with some oh yeah the bless up emojis well he actually he, he thought he was he thought he was liking son about peppa pig on his Instagram, but he just can't see it properly. <laughs> For fuck's sake. As soon as he gets the glasses and watches old film and old tweets, he's going to be like, what the fuck was I at? He, he just goes on Instagram goes, oh, I'm just going to like every third comment. You know, just fuck yeah. it. Did he not comment on it too? I think the commenting on it was the weirder thing. Uh, you probably he probably just saw Deshaun Jackson was like, like for like, bro. No, you, you'll, go, you'll go into his like, comments and his replies and you'll see they're away. They'll be talking about, oh, like, 40 dead in Yemen, and it'll be Jebu wins going, preach up, man. <laughs> he's just, he's chaos. That's all Jameis wants to look. He thrives on chaos. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, this ain't even me moving on. I'm just going to say Aaron Rodgers liked the tweet that supported anti-Semitism. Yep. Lol. Get wrecked, Aaron. Get cancelled. This will be it. This will be the time we get him out of the league. That's it. Come on, Jordan Love. Get your start. Here you are. Jordan Love wasn't actually black at all. He actually signed on the Aaron Rodgers account and started liking <laughs> certain things until it got noticed. Get him cut. <laughs> oh, man. Just Photoshopping. Think, uh, he replaces Trump's Farm? photo with Epstein with like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> do you think State Farm Insurance can, uh, can keep Aaron Rodgers <laughs> safe from the reckoning of anti-Semitic posts? Uh, do they have uh, what coverage else? for that? Hmm? Oh, I was just wondering out loud. A couple of basketball players have also dubbed themselves in it with regards to this. Oh, Kevin like Durant Kevin, has. Yeah. Kevin Durant has. Yeah. I think J.R. Smith as well has has uh, has messed up. He's a uh, proper proper dunked himself. Yeah, it's, it seems like a lot of people tripped over it. Like it, it was blatantly. I think. I think it's another consensus everyone looks at it and goes yeah that was dumb and that was wrong to say but still still people are tripping over it in agreement i wow. don't know how i don't know ah well it'll all wrap up it'll, next week we'll be talking about talking completely like nothing will happen about it you know what i mean <sighs> 
Anywho. What else do we want to like? Anywho, um, we could talk uh, quickly about uh, Raheem the Dream Mostert, who's uh, oh, yes, asked for a trade yeah. from the 49ers. A man whose Which, relevance has only happened in the in the past few weeks of the se- the season. Yeah, this this one this one is weird to me. Um, I don't I don't understand this. I mean, you're in an offense that is almost perfectly tailored to how you play, that basically makes you look amazing, that gives you great production. That is, I mean, it's it's also I mean, there's 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 like an, one or two other running backs in there as well who who share a couple of carries here and there. So it's not even like he's getting the the you know the full on Zeke treatment of we're gonna make you rush the ball seven hundred times in one game until you don't have any bones left. So it it just strikes me as odd that he wants to move on already from a team that is so clearly a good fit for him with a good coach, a, a good GM, you know, a, a good uh, a good like a, a decent quarterback, you know, like a a, a, a top a top ten quarterback, if I may, and. And it just seems weird that he wants to to move on from that, and I don't know. I, I, don't I just know. maybe it's a right business decision for him. Like that could be what I, call, I don't know why. I agree with you that he's in a very good situation for himself, but at yeah. the same time, he might be looking at net, like the fruit week. We've talked about it before. The yeah. free agency next year just, coming up is going to be absurd for running backs, and he will feel, fall down that. I feel like a lot of players fall into the the um, the trap of thinking about sports decisions and business decisions as being entirely separate and they're not and they're yeah. plainly not and when you look at guys like um like tom brady or gronk like gronk <clears throat> did not get paid what gronk should have got paid for a long time and if he had gone literally anywhere else they would have paid him through his fucking nose to get in there and he didn't yeah. do that and that was a a sporting decision that he made that he wanted to play for the Patriots, that he wanted to catch passes from Tom and score hella touchdowns. But that's also a business decision because what does that do to Gronk long-term? It makes him into a star. It makes him into a celebrity and a Hall of Famer. And those are things that you can't get if you go to the Jets for $30 million a year. I don't know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but... It just strikes me as like, do you I want to be really understand the volume yourself in this situation? There's obviously some you also you were talking about it that, yourself. I don't know. You're talking about yourself. The 49ers are going to see a drop off this year, potentially, because of that Super Bowl hangover. And they also do have multiple running backs and they use Kyle Juszczyk a lot as well. Look, so maybe he's just going in, somewhere where they see more ball. Jarek McKinnon will be coming back. Yeah. They still Kevin have Kevin Coleman. They have Tevin Coleman. They have Jeff Wilson on the practice squad, who they keep bringing in every now and then, who manages to get short yardage touchdowns. They will find someone else because, mate, you're a running back. Oh, yeah. No, like, but that's what maybe he wants to go somewhere where he's going to be, or he's going to see more ball, or he thinks he'll potentially do better. But I. Look, it's pretty clear. He's 20. He's 20. He's 28 years old. 27. No, he's 28. 28 he needs to be. He needs paid before he bloody retires because he might only have a year or two. Uh, he's got less tread on his tires compared to others because he's been on practice squads. So that's or what, that's that's working well for him. Well. But still, time right. is of the essence. So he needs to get paid. But who's going to pay for him? 
Oh, you did well. well. Oh, no my way. God. You ran for a lot in a few games in a Kyle Shanahan run scheme. Oh, my God. You I must be amazing. I tell you who might pay for him, Connor. I tell you one man who might pay for a running back. Pete Carl. Bill like Pete Carl. Or Bill O'Brien. <laughs> What's Bill O'Brien. Arizona give Arizona give up a running back? Maybe they'll take him. Well, they Bill got Kenyon Drake. will give you his, his firstborn the child in exchange for a mediocre running back. <laughs> Bill O'Brien hears someone's a free agent. He's like, I'm used to giving away half hey, my guys, fucking here, team. Here's the trade. Deshaun Watson <clears throat> for Raheem Mostert and Jimmy G. <laughs> oh. My, the 49ers could do very well with that. Oh, of course. It would the 49ers be like would do amazing. Robbery. <laughs> no, I mean, with the, I'm just oh. thinking of Deshaun Watson on the 49ers. Imagine how unreal that would be, too. I know it's a good trade for them, but it would be class for them. They'd probably Maybe. not have that Super Bowl. Do you know what? Do you know what I was I was think of when I'm thinking about Bill O'Brien? There's that uh, there's that clip from Family Guy where Peter Griffin is like standing in line waiting for something, and and he goes to he goes to the guy in front of him. He's like, "Sir, here is a check with my name on it. Write in whatever the hell number you want." <laughs> I, thought, I thought you Bill were going to be on about the scene where he grabs his chin and he hits his balls and he's going, "Oh, what are they doing up there?" But it's actually his art. It's actually his arsehole. He goes, oh, I, that reminds me of Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, Raheem Mostert, you're a damn fool. Anyway. Or well, yeah. Guys. Premier League. So mm. opinions on this one finally. Oh. Football. God. It's time for football. Football. Premier League football. So, uh, we're not going to go through much games, because I, I forgot them at this point. There's nothing really too memorable. I put a bet on uh, a draw, minor, or a draw plus one uh, in the Sheffield Wolves game. So what I thought, I thought uh, that meant, okay, if one team wins 1-0, then that is one goal away from the draw, and I'd win. And Sheffield United scored a 94th minute headed winner, and I jumped around celebrating, and then Paddy Power said I lost. Turns out it would only have worked if Wolves went one 0 up. <laughs> well, I think would have I been think minus can, one can, then if it had been Sheffield or something. It is very cruel. That is very cruel through, not to highlight what that means. We can go through some scores at least and just kind of like get quick rundown. So let's start Spurs Everton. Shite game. Tottenham one Everton nil. Shite game. But Shite game. Um, uh, Hugo Lloris had a fight with uh, Son. I did actually see that. That was hilarious. At halftime in front of everyone, boys, the Amazon dock is going to be fantastic. I mean, that's what they're doing it for at this point. They know this is a wash. You know, they have the Oze collapsed in the press conferences. Eric Dyer charging into the crowd (laughs) to scrap someone. The empty crowd, or when was this? No, no, this was a few. He got banned for it, but it was before the, the lockdown. Oh, I thought it was like this week. Yeah, he, I, like, no, I don't he, remember that. No, he <laughs> climbed into the, the crowd at a game to go and confront some guy who supposedly was like harassing his brother. Oh, he or was being racist. I think I think I remember that. He said someone was shouting racial abuse at somebody, so he decided to go and take the law into his own hands. Well, I I actually think I remember that now. Uh, we had it was back Watford, when the Premier League was very racist. Watford anyway, beat Norwich. Watford. Yeah, uh, uh, let me let me set the scene here. You're an Aston Villa fan or a Burnmouth fan, and you need you need either maybe a draw. You want a draw, and a draw is happening. Second half, all of a sudden, Danny Welbeck scores an overhead kick. 
<laughs> just Obviously. the universe has decided that it's not going to happen for you. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's, at that point, you're just like, yep, this wasn't for me. This wasn't meant to be our day. That's it. That's, it's over, guys. Bournemouth and Aston Villa are down. Yeah. And Norwich are, are super down. Norwich are already playing in the championship. <laughs> Norwich have got a tie against Leeds coming up on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a barn burner. There was a bar- absolute barn burner between uh, Chelsea and Palace. Lots of yeah, good goals. a great game. I really Proper enjoyed game. that. Proper good game. Yeah. It, it was. It was hilarious trying to watch Chelsea hold on to the, the lead at the end. Yeah. Yeah. There was like, a. There was some some interesting happenings on, as well at the start of the game when. Uh, Olivier Giroud uh, basically uh, put down William. Uh, a small dog. William. <laughs> like William, it was uh, what was it? Gary Cahill decided he'd rather tear his hamstring than try and win a race against William. Yeah, so <laughs> that happened, and so William. In just all fairness, like doesn't give they a don't crap. Have to put the ball out. Yeah, all you right. didn't have to. You shouldn't have. It was also quick. You shouldn't have. Like also, he would if he just smoked Gary Cahill, which was going to happen. Would they have would they have been any different? I feel like the result uh, would have been similar either way. I mean, Gary I don't feel like. I don't I was seeing some some kind of discussion of like, okay, should should William have stopped? And to me, no, he didn't. No. You know, it's not like he scythed them down or anything. There was nothing. Yeah, if he caused him. the injury, like if yeah. there was a collision or something, aye, by all aye, means, if he stop caused the, the injury, then okay, fine. But if it's just a guy has like pulled up on his hamstring or something, that happens all the time. You can't go stopping your your offensive moves for that. Yeah, especially otherwise, because then people will take advantage of shit. It would have been like it. It would have been like kicking the ball out that time Gerard slipped just to bring yeah. that up. God yeah. wanted. And God <laughs> wanted Giroud to score. Yeah. I just it, it, it did feel like it did watching Giroud score. It did feel like when um, at the end of of Mice and Men, when uh, <laughs> Lenny gets gets two two in the back of the head from George. It's just Nora, or it's just Crystal Palace. Talk about the rabbits, Chelsea. <laughs> <Just Aye>. Bang. <laughs> but uh, there was uh, well, a few crackers. America scored. Uh, William Zaha or Williams is that his name? <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, Zaha's Zaha. first name? Is it William? Wilfred. 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 Oh, Wilfred. Wilfred. Well, it's big, big Fred. Uh, he scored. <laughs> that was a screamer. He scored one of the best goals of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then Offer it was like three-one, and then went three-two very quickly. And the ending was hilarious. Like Scott Dan had a header off the post. Uh, somehow Ben Teke got put through one-on-one. I don't. Uh, how? How is there so much space? This is Chelsea. John Terry used to play for this team. How was there so much space? And then Kurzuma with the most crunching tackle I've ever seen. They uh, take out Benteke. I heard Benteke described, his finishing is described as someone who needs to look at the keyboard to type. <laughs> He's a hunting peck. Uh, then we got the, a controversial game, by no means. I have lots of notes. Well, not lots, but I have notes. Arsenal notes, versus certainly. Leicester. Uh, ended Once one again, each, and it shows... Cheated, not defeated. The inconsistency, inconsistency of VAR. I'm going to be honest here. Um, this this game, to me, felt like, in a lot of ways, it, it felt like uh, a, a top six Prem club getting a taste of playing in the SPFL. Because... This was not Brendan Rogers, manager of Leicester. This was Brendan Rogers, manager of Celtic, and it was no amazing. Scott Brown. 
it wasn't even to have, God, to have to have Big Scott going around there, just telling folks the time of day would have he been just amazing. Said, but his he said spirit, to Jamie Vardy, his spirit lives on. Treatment. It's fucking hideous game of football. Arsenal, it was like Derry playing Dublin in the Gaelic for all our opinions out there. Uh, just get yeah midway through uh, midway through. Uh, Jamie Fardy decided to give uh, Mustafi a prison tattoo. Yeah, oh, that is that was he, he should not have been on the pitch after. He that. went full. Uh, it was full Crouch and Tiger hidden Vardy with that roundhouse <laughs> kick. This is the main note I have. See the pundits talking about the first red card were brilliant, like Jamie Redknapp and well Ashley Cole just agreeing with him, but like. It was definitely a red card, and he done right to look at VAR, but like, they were chatting about how it's less about the the intent and more about the potential consequences, which I agree, he did put someone in danger, but where was that thinking, to take you back a few weeks to when Leno got his fucking shit snapped in half, and he was actually, there was intent and consequences, but not even a whistle blown. Well, the big difference there is that uh, Neil Mopé is a a kind of moustache-twirling villain from uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So paid them off. He definitely snatches kids there. I said it here first. Allegedly. 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 It, it, was, it was further, it was highlighted by the fact Tarkovsky did uh, the, like a similar thing, but worse, because he was like literally nowhere near the ball and just put his fucking studs through your boy's knee. And yeah. It didn't go to VAR, it was just given a yellow. It didn't go to VAR. And that was it. But that... I think well, that more well, speaks to how well the Arsenal match, the Arsenal match overall, like that there was a well refereed situation. That red card in the Arsenal mm-hmm. match, it just highlighted how shit other referees are as well. Yeah, they, they, say, they only do their job when Arsenal are at a disadvantage. If you if you want to see more football like this, just what? tune in <laughs> tune in to Dundee versus Hearts on your average Sunday, and you'll find all this kind of stuff. And more. Me, like, the Jamie Vardy one <laughs> was true, it, the Jamie Vardy one just, watching back was shocking because at the time I thought you know what he just fell over and he turned but you can he kicked him in the face the more like, you look at definitely. it the more he had a look his legs sped up and he raked he, he raked his it. studs across Mustafi's face I think the the way I thought about it is he clearly extended his leg, which means he had the intent to kick something. Yeah, he was. I he don't was, think he intended to boot him in the face, but if he thought Mustafi was getting away with the ball, he was taking him down. Yeah, and you could tell by the way he stood up, he was like, "Fuck, I have got, I have won myself an early shower here. I'm about to be sent off." But no, I'd, as funny as funny as it is to to go over the various ways in which. Karate Kid Apprentice Jamie Vardy was waking his way through the pitch. I, I do think that there is there is a fair argument to be made that he's fallen over at speed. He's not necessarily looking in that direction, and it is a natural reflex when you're falling over to try and land on your arse. And so you I do turn around the leg out. It was the fact that his knee was bent and then his legs straight. Well, that's when he that's was what you do when you're when you're trying to balance out. You you extend your limbs. No, not when I'm already on the floor. At that point, I'm like, I'm here now. I'm taking a rest. But even then, regardless of what it is, say he had been kicking, kicking, just kicking out for the ball and hit Mustafi in the head, it would have been sent off for endangering a player. And if you need to, if your if your center of gravity is off and you need to rebalance yourself, it's a pretty common thing for people to do to extend their arms. Like often, people will like flail out with their arms. He didn't punch falling. him. He kicked him. <laughs> and I know, I. As look, Jamie look. Vardy knows this, it is plausible deniability. Yeah, I do think 
he gets sent off there and then isn't on the pitch to score the equalizer. Well, he wouldn't have got That's... sent off. He knew he wouldn't have got sent off. No, but in a fair world, and yeah. the fact that they they're checking on VAR and nothing happened well, is hideous. They didn't. It wasn't checking VAR. Well, they're, con- they're constantly checking the VAR booth. Can't call. It's the same as rugby. The TMO can say to the referee, "Well, they can right just have a, and we have a look at that." There, they can say they can say, "Okay, we've d- we've found something that we definitely want to go and review." But that doesn't yeah. mean that they're automatically doing a, re- a full review process on every. Oh, but they incident. will. There they are will certain incidents that they do have an automatic review for, but it's only things like it's like red cards, um, penalties, and goals and things like that. It's it's not no, necessarily. The, I know there's not an automatic review, but the team yeah. like it's they are constantly watching the game. So Aye. if there is a if there is something happens, also, they will take a look at it. But they're also, you know, best mates with the the ref on the pitch. Oh yeah, they're not going to do. But that wouldn't have been so something do like the referee could miss that. Like I don't think that would have been a bad call on the referee if he didn't see that there was some intent there because I think I know what you're saying about if you're falling, like you turn right. and you naturally extend. Well, but do you know what? I think this is a good time to bring in something that Connor mentioned um, before we started the podcast with regards to VAR. Oh yeah, actually yeah. Uh, yeah yeah. Right before I mentioned that Aaron Rodgers was a anti semit <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, sorry, aside from that. Interesting. Uh, yeah the the FIFA are. You know they're putting their they're putting their boot in on this VAR nonsense. That uh, yeah, they're I think they're trying to get their own officials um, to there should be anyway to be in the I VAR like... booths and take control. So is this is this essentially FIFA saying that they they have had enough time now to decide that the way the Premier League is handling VAR is not up to code? Yep, they're uh, like, seizing even... the means of verification. <laughs> it's one of them things where in the World Cup, it's not as if the team in the VAR booth were from were the same team as no, on the no, pitch. No. So you well, could have like well, French and German teams, like so they could bring officials from other countries in. Yeah, the the World Cup um, refereeing every time that there was a a like group of referees on the pitch, the VAR referees were explicitly like different referees from a different country. Yeah, doing their so you can own have, like, thing. German and English or French and Spa like that. Kind of, like they're always exactly they're independent of each other. They're like two. They are exactly. working together, they but they're two yeah, completely they separate people, teams. They weren't people who need to go into the office on Tuesday morning and and talk to each other and have coffee around the office and 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 have some chit chat and be like, "All oh, right, how you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm doing good, Ollie. Oh, you know, Mike, that's that was great. How you uh, told uh, everyone on national telly that I was a fucking moron." Uh, last night wasn't it oh yeah that was grand wasn't it that's another thing I agree that people probably do think like that but you need to like there's things a referee is going to miss everything's happened that quickly they need to accept that and just be like oh cheers for highlighting that let's fix it now that they can beyond kind of like personal and pride and shit personal pride and and concern about the, the perception of referees as having all this legitimacy because what's really taking away from their legitimacy is these stupid decisions they keep making and that's and refereeing teams like they do get assessed funny enough which isn't saying that they can still continue to be so shite but they're assessed but they're assessed as a team so if you're afraid of hurting someone's feelings and miss a fucking decision you're still affecting everybody yeah. so I don't understand how well maybe it's different in the Prem but I feel like there's needs to be something put in place because like, there's too much inconsistency 
with, no, with VAR should be relative, relatively consistent because referees are going to make decisions based on what they see but the VAR can look at everything and, and analyse well, everything Matthew, so they should be better VAR is consistent when it comes to screwing over Arsenal because even they're well winning goal even they're winning goal you could say well, you mean to say outside. Yeah, actually there was a different there was a different flight it would have been very harsh to give it but at the same time Vardy boots someone in the fucking eye so maybe take the goal off V-A-R-D well I also, I also if, if we're if, just for balance sake as well as the as the only non-Arsenal fan here I feel like I should point out that Leicester definitely should have got that goal in the first no. half that yeah, was, it's it was just taken back by VAR because the that one where he pushed Kalasnak to the ground the he one where, the one where Kalasnak goes into body checking fails fails over and then gets a foul called no, which is he, just a ridiculous sequence because Inajau or Inanja Inanacho did push him to the ground Inanacho yeah, if you push someone to the floor, it doesn't matter the where they were. Header. No, but that's I mean, the, what like Kalasinac is doing. Would you run into it? What Kalasinac is doing is not like okay defending because it, like <laughs> there was a there was a penalty given just um, just again, in that Man City game well, when Man City played Liverpool. Was it, was it, was that the game or was it a different one? I'm pretty sure that was the one where Joe Gomez got a penalty awarded against him and basically it was just for, for doing exactly that kind of thing. It was just for using his body to try and stop Sterling from getting to where he was trying was to go. Was that the one where he was dragging down Raheem Sterling for about yeah. a good so minute? Was this, to the is, floor. this is the thing. If you just, if you just go and, and try and body check someone <laughs> in the middle of the pitch, you're essentially doing the exact same thing just from in front and not behind. It's the so same exact <laughs> process. And, and yet, you're just taking up a position on the pitch and like a legal move. Yeah, if you take up a position on the pitch and someone runs into you and fouls you, tough shit, they should have avoided you. That's perfectly legitimate defending to get in someone's no. way. Yeah, but if you run into someone's path and then stop on purpose... Then why didn't they just avoid him and then run into the box? Because he yeah, already avoided him, but then he decides they threw him to the ground. Look. Let's give you. Let's give an analogy. A bus starts to pull off, and you shout "wait" and chase after it. If it stops, would you continue running and hit the back of it? Matthew, I have no idea what they are. About. That's it. That's uh, point. I don't follow. That's like Kalasnik. Right, so Kalasnik gave NHL plenty of time. Is Kalasnik a bus And avoid it, or just run around him. He had fifty <laughs> meters of open space. Well, maybe forty nine because. More like Fucking five. Because <laughs> he was right outside the box. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, what? The pitch is 50 metres wide. The point yeah. being, if, if Kalasinac tries to do a tactical foul and fails, he shouldn't be rewarded by disallowing the goal. Well, But it's in a challenge. He was attempting a Fernandinho and it didn't go well. But he and did. And the rest were like, after <laughs> cop. Nick, we'll but he still, anyway. just he still got fouled. <laughs> If they he just get collided, he, he was if in he the process co- of trying to foul someone. Aye, and he got fouled. You can be fouled. The and guy, he fell he over. Be, the guy decided, no, he only he fell over because NHL decided to have afters and push him to the ground. What like, if, I like, have, I have no what if he had a slut on there, right? Situation. If you're sliding in to try and foul someone, they jump out of the way and stomp in your head. No, so you tried to foul them first, tough shit. Actually, no, that's not how that it's works It's a lot more all. severe, but it's the exact same thing. Matthew, you don't help being on my side. No, Connor, you're, in this case, you trying to foul someone and failing, right? If they then foul you, 
this is the exact same. I don't know what you're laughing about. It's a more severe example, but it's still the same point you're making. Just and if you fail to foul someone, my point that seems rational. <laughs> no, if, they, if you fail to foul someone, and then foul, oh. if someone fails to foul you and you foul them instead, tough shit on them oh for failing. God. That's what you're saying, Nick. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, the point I'm saying is more exaggerated, but it's the exact same point you're making. You're saying, tough shit, he failed to foul him, can't be fouled. All right. Anyway, we've spent too long. Uh, to sum up, uh, I'd say that's Arsenal's uh, European uh, aspirations Most over because yeah. we kind of needed everything yeah. to go perfect. Uh, and obviously we couldn't we couldn't beat Leicester the re- and the refs in that game. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we did actually look pretty good. We should have been a few up by half time, oh. uh, but fuck, fuck Peter Schmeichel. Couple son. Of big saves from Schmeichel. Oh my god! Couple of very like big him. saves. He's a good keeper. Saka, by the way, keeper. is third in assists in all competitions in the UK. Right. That's insane right. for an eighteen-year-old. Right. Yeah. Uh, West Ham nil, Burnley one. No one cares. Moving on. Man City five, Newcastle nil. Steve uh, Bruce, manager of the year, is already sad. down in Skegness. It's just felt kind of depressing for me. Um, particularly yeah, the, the own goal, the Newcastle own goal was just disheartening. Because Great finish, they, like, they were trying so hard and oh, the lad just looked devastated. In all fairness, the David Silva goal, the free kick straight after, or well, not straight after, it was the next goal. But that kind of... Like five minutes later. Something. Yeah, that took away from it. Like that kind of... just The own goal was an own goal. Great finish, to be fair to him. But like... When it's four, not when that when there's four other goals, you're kind of like it was a lost cause anyway. Aye, but that was Aye, the end of it because they were two 0 down. Yeah, oh, that was certainly. But David Silva's free kick was a wonder goal. I mean, it's it, the season's over for both teams. Who cares? Man City just yeah. need yeah. to get any form for the Champions League in the FA Cup. Do you know the interesting thing in all this is that Man City could still be caught by Chelsea and Leicester if everything goes. Oh, but Leicester need to fucking do something very different. Leicester haven't been a team that's going to haven't been playing like a team that's going to end up top four. No, I mean, I mean they, needed, they probably are going to end up top four. As we said, four, they needed all the help in the world. Right. Man United have a game in hand and are only four points behind. So if United won two and Leicester continue not to fucking win, then yeah, but there's only there's we have to be clear here. There, there are only like four games left to go. I oh, Man City have lot of 15 points up for grabs and they're only four behind. Leicester have Bournemouth fighting for their lives. Sheffield United who've gotten back in the form and then Spurs and United. They have Bournemouth. Sheffield United are, are also fighting for for European football. I could see them winning one of those four. Yeah. And then United. Uh, United. And then United's last outlook. four are what? Yeah. They got Aston Villa, Southampton. Then Palace, they got five games. Aston Villa win. Yeah. Uh, so if I can easily see, win. I can Palace, easily win. see Leicester winning. Chelsea, against. I think they'll lose. I think they'll lose to Chelsea. Look, oh, that's a here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I can 100% see Leicester getting three points at Tottenham. I can see them getting three points at Bournemouth, and I can see them coming away with a draw at, at Sheffield. And that would yeah, equal from, their wins for this entire that, year. What? What are you talking about? No, they've had two wins this calendar year. Oh, you keep talking about calendar years as if it means something. That like, no, it it it's, not the season, it's been like season the run games, and they've won Mate, two. The season runs from from August to to, <laughs> to July. It doesn't run from calendar years. Right. Well, they, Nobody <laughs> gives a crap. They've been in below mid table form for like half the season now. The current year we're in is the year that will decide everything for them. 
So the they season played, they that played we're in is unreal. The, the fact they played that unreal they have, at the start of the season, they can still end up eighth. It doesn't matter though the fact that that we're in like which calendar year they have seventeen wins. They're not going to have magically have two wins because you've decided that we're in twenty twenty now. It doesn't work well, like well, that. You, you can't you, erase you, how I, they've I already performed. No, I base the future projections on how they've been playing lately, not how they were playing six months ago. Aye, and projections based on how they're playing lately, they're going to do Tottenham and they're going to do they, Bournemouth. I don't think they will. No. I think they could they could beat Bournemouth. I think, Bournemouth, Spurs, I think it's, it's harsh to say they're going to lose to Bournemouth. They could lose to Bournemouth, though. I mean, like it's hard to just say to they're Bournemouth. definitely going to lose. But Bournemouth are shocking. Bournemouth have been but, absolutely terrible since I mean, the league. You, you can shocking. still draw points and not lose. Like, they could draw plenty of them games. I mean, Leicester haven't been great. That's like Bournemouth are Matthew. shocking, but their results since they came back, it was a 1-0 against Watford, or 1-H, 0-0 Brighton, lost to Chelsea, lost to Everton, and then beat, Pal- then beat Palace, and then drew with Arsenal, who had 10 men. Yes, but Bournemouth have lost every single game yeah, they've and played I'm since coming back. I'm assuming they'll win the game against Bournemouth, but I'm saying it's based on like the games against Watford and Brighton. They could draw with ones down at that eight, like end the table. Like I'm, I'm just saying, I have zero confidence in Bournemouth at all, um, especially fair. because at this point they pretty much are going to know that they're relegated. I mean, Chelsea's Chelsea's already above Leicester. I don't see yeah. I don't see Leicester taking over them, and then I don't see United slowing down. United will not beat Chelsea. United, they could, they might not lose to them, That's but they the will FA not beat Cop Chelsea. Matthew. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I shot the nest there. That's my bad. That's okay. Chelsea no, Matthew. Still have, Matthew. Sheffield. I, I need you. It was because Matthew, I was counting. Important. United do have a game in hand anyway. So this that's is very important, I Matthew. I need you to always be on Connor's side in arguments. <laughs> oh, I'm very rare that you don't know me and Connor at all. It's, no, I've it's known very, Connor for ten for ten years, huge, and I don't. I think we very rarely agree. It's a huge help to me when you're when you're trying to make points for oh, Connor. Well, the points you're making is Con- you're arguing the same thing Connor's agreeing with you. Connor says, "Oh, I they'll lose to Bur- they'll beat Bournemouth," and you go, "They're not going to lose to Bournemouth." What sort of argument? You're saying is that? they're going to they're going to drop all these I'm points. Saying and I'm they saying they could drop against win. Bournemouth they based are, on they how they could very easily draw points, Nick. And Again. United have been on great form. Again, you continue. <laughs> I, oh, Nick, I Nick, Nick yeah. I think you're wrong here, and you're you're trying to laugh your way out Nick, of it, but you're going to look silly in a We're going to bet Leicester aren't going to be in the top four by the end of the year. I will bet anything. Well, on I'll, I'll just with the caveat that top four at this point is top five because no, Man City. No, oh, no, 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 yeah, no, that's Man City, bullshit. Man City are getting banned. They have been banned. They are banned. Oh, that's yes, a difference so between four Champions League. Four Nick, the it's a difference between Champions League and top four. I'm saying they'll finish below United and Chelsea. Top four. Yeah. We've I think never it's said arguable arguable that they're going to finish below United. I can very well see Leicester finishing above United. I don't. I will, just because I don't United the don't have enough time to catch up. United have a game in hand and are only like if say United won the day, we're all on 34 points or 34 games. United are a point behind Leicester. In that in that instance, yeah, United have. 15 and you're saying points. they don't have time to catch them. United have 15 points that they can get, and based on form, they might get all 15. I don't see Leicester getting yeah. 11 out of the next four. I don't think United are going to get all 15 points. Oh, they 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 actually very well could. They do play Leicester in the last that's game. It, that's that the could be one. that'll be the decider to be fair. But I don't see Leicester beating United at the moment. 
Leicester could, Leicester barely beat up, barely drew with Arsenal when Arsenal had ten men for a chunk I can of that see game. them dropping points to Southampton. I can see them dropping points to Leicester. I don't think they'll drop. I think they're, no, they're not going to drop point and drop. I think this points, is all maybe, recent. I suppose that could be Southampton a draw, are very good. Southampton are, are are very very good right now. Nick, are we, are we doing this bet? Well, I, I believe I, our United will finish above Leicester. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't oh, buy it. I don't the see stakes it. are too oh, high. All of a sudden, the stakes are I don't too see it happening. But he doesn't see it happening. No so I take the bet. There are no stakes. What stakes? You haven't given any stakes. It's, it's a bucky bet. Was it? What oh. are the stakes? It's a bucky bet. A bottle of bucky. bucky. Oh, a bottle of bucky. That's what the bucky bets are. If it's just a bottle of bucky, then sure, go for it. Da da da. There you are. Bottle of Bucky Matthew oh, well, you're we keeping have notes on all these bets yep he is, actually, he is, I have them all written down to be fair I've all I'm the actually, first I'm ones actually in shock <laughs> okay. okay so we got a we got a, a Bucky bet where if a bottle of Bucky is placed on if Leicester or United will finish above one another and Nick has taken the hapless Leicester and I've taken the Chad Man United because as we pointed out on the last podcast that may or may not appear again that Ollie yeah. has found the Nitro Boost did you, did you, do you not feel like deep down do you not feel just a little bit dirty saying good things about United like I know because I like I like Ollie Gunnar, uh, Gunnar Solskjaer it's not like they have Alex Ferguson as their manager who was the devil incarnate like, uh, like only what a few months ago uh, Solskjaer was Aye. on the mat he was ready. Yeah. People were calling for his head, and now he's turned it around. I don't know what, like, what the fuck he got into him, like, that changed everything. But he got he Bruno like Fernandez. A completely different team. <laughs> yeah, he, he got Bruno Fernandez. He got Pogba back. Mason Greenwood. Pogba, 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 Pogba back. Yeah. back. But it even Luke Shaw, it's, one, uh, top two British left back in the league, right behind Tierney. Very good. I love Kieran Tierney. Tierney is one of my favorite players at the moment in the Premier League. I just love him. I know, obviously, that's a facetious joke, but I actually think Luke Shaw has come on leaps and bounds. Like <laughs> since ever, his days of yeah, ever getting since Mourinho with Mars bars. <laughs> like, he was Mourinho's target for fat camp before Adobe. <laughs> uh, but now, ever since uh, ever since Mourinho's left, he's actually fl- he's he's flourished. He's been pretty good. I mean, there's a reason yeah. United spent so much on him back in back in the day. Yeah, I mean that was all going into pure gym memberships, and it's finally come a cropper. Opens tomorrow. Right. Too. Uh, well, we got that one last right, game then. again. Brighton. Yeah, uh, well, two two more games. Uh, Sheffield against Wolves. Oh, we've we've discussed that and that awful bet. Uh, yeah, Wolves really shot the nest here. I think that's yeah. they're they're in that position now. I mean, actually, is Leicester Leicester's above or Sheffield's above Arsenal now? Yeah, Sheffield seventh, I believe. Sheffield have, have been above Arsenal for a while. It was just a little. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Well, no, everyone thought like, oh, Sheffield they were can't below handle them before break. that one. I think they were hmm? they were below they were one below them before they beat them. They beat Wolves there. I know. Well, before the uh, before the, the 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 games resumed after lockdown, Sheffield. Oh were, yeah, were above yeah, Sheffield Arsenal. were above you. Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. Even after, but then, he, but then like everyone was obviously streak. worried with them coming back because what they got smashed. They drew what was it? They drew with Aston Villa. Got smashed three 0 by both Newcastle and Man United. 
and then you know yeah, they, they, they they've, had kind some, of, they've rebounded they had some unconvincing games they've rebounded which is nice to see so they'll be they'll be putting pressure to get that sixth spot I don't know what, what's then, the consequences for getting sixth is it sixth and seventh uh, of Europa yeah at the, yeah, oh, it it maybe 6th, 7th and 8th yeah it depends on the 7th and 8th it depends on the FA Cup yeah well yeah <sighs> well see that's the thing this is what so Man City are obviously out of the Champions League for the financial fair play things for now they are but are they out of are they completely banned from all European competitions it's, yes it's really European competitions it is a ban from so, European competition do we know so if even if they won to through yes since when? definitely through it, it has it has gone through to, to begin with what is currently in process is Man City are trying to appeal the decision yeah, yeah but have they denied so the, the appeal the decision has happened oh yeah the, no, the, the, you know the, the appeal is is currently sitting in in the I think the court of arbitration for sport but all of the reporting I've seen is that Man City basically have no defense um, the base like essentially what, what I saw of the of the reporting surrounding this was that Man City's entire defense on, in this case was um, oh the the only reason that uh, that um, Der Spiegel who's the, the German newspaper who initially broke the story. The only way that Der Spiegel uh, got these documents was uh, was like some kind of like illegal uh, person who emailed them some things who, who like legally shouldn't have been able to do this or whatever, or they shouldn't have been able to get into this email or whatever. And you're basically saying, yes, we did the crime, but they shouldn't have been able to find out about it. So we should be let off. Oh yeah, that's, mm. which that's is a, the case. That's yeah. a terrible defense for anything. Yeah. Well, the the positive news is that this will galvanize City, and they'll win it this year in a Tom Brady second at the Roger Goodell type move. I do think without <laughs> the distraction of other like midweek games. Well, obviously there's naturally going to be midweek games, but as many as like the likes of the other top four teams or the Europa League teams. Yeah, they City could, will have a far better rested team. Yeah, it could Although, be ridiculous. You do have to worry about City's play and defense. Ah, they'll just sign well, someone. They have the summer they sort their lives out. Laporte they don't have time to Laporte sign someone. come back and they'll bring in, I don't know, Upin Chow or whatever his name is. He did say Laporte, yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, fucking know what his name is. Laporte. Also, just one thing to add that me and Nick were talking about before. If Liverpool the win even three of their four final games, they break the record for the most points ever scored in the league. So, we can't have that. Ah, uh, well, we've got a nice big asterisk over it. Well, we don't. Anyway, they did. They won it by playing all their games and winning. Is there all anything the, else we can go on about? Uh, Brighton oh, F one versus Liverpool. Because that was a shite game as well. To be fair, Brighton looked like they wanted to capitulate. Oh, game by by in the first eight minutes giving Liverpool two goals <laughs> by giving the ball away. It was it was Brighton getting absolutely shagged for ninety minutes. It was grand. Um, they actually they they came back and did though. At the by the end of the first half, they got a goal and it was two one, and they and they deserved to get back into it, is the thing. Well, they got a goal and then it's good goal. Sort goal. of very quickly afterwards, they then they just got dominated because then Mo Salah, um, Mo Salah had Andy Robertson come on, who was like, "Hey, do you fancy some crosses? Some Tierney esque crosses." Just, I like that there note the Tierney esque, and also the the what he needed a look as he had and what else was it you said Nick. 
Oh, I just needed a Lucas Aiden a power nap and he power was Power nap, that's what it was, yeah. That's how you revive a man. Is Ma cooked him some square sausage this morning? That's what I was looking for. Square it's sausage is actually not bad. It's good stuff. Anyhow, it's, a, it's the food of a festival. It does sound morning, a bit like anyhow. Yeah. Um, just quickly moving on to the uh, across the across the channel because there is yeah, even more Barcelona drama going on. Because I don't know, Barcelona, Barcelona, we're in North France. <laughs> They're in oh, Europe. That's just being a bit gumpy there. Crossing the channel, <laughs> jeez. You're like, yeah, to get to Europe. Oh, I'm just yeah, crossing the right. channel to Cyprus. <laughs> I mean, you have to go a little bit farther, but eventually, yeah. They're still right, like <laughs> just. Oh, I'm crossing the channel. I'm in Cape Town, boys. <laughs> <laughs> just say well, let's go to Catalan let's go to Catalantia or whatever it's called oh, Jesus Christ he Catalonia. said we're talking about Barca people know where we fucking are yeah, we're talking just... about Barcelona <laughs> my favourite you know Spanish been... team <laughs> you've taken long enough we're actually there by now we've arrived hey. it's a long walk for Barca isn't it alright that, that, that their discussion took us the whole coach ride but Barcelona have once again decided to stir the, the pot with regards to player drama, uh, which of course is everything that they need right now. It's not like they are in a uh, hotly contested uh, race for the title with uh, only like three or four games left to play uh, in contention with a very uh, resurgent Madrid. That's not at all the case. It's just peachy keen. So what they decided to do is they they announced that uh, Griezmann was being put on the the non-transferable list. Uh, but then, interestingly, the non-transferable list is like six or seven players. So then, of course, everyone else now is like, so are you saying that everyone who isn't on that list is up for transfers? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking silly. They've, they've said, oh, no, he's fine. He's joining this list of people who we are planning to keep. And then everyone else who wasn't on that list that they announced is just raising an eyebrow now like... Excuse me? What's that? Wait, what'd you say? You run that by me one more time. Um, but yeah, it was it was a pretty short list. It was like it was like um, Messi. It was like Messi, um, Suarez, Busquets, Suarez. I don't, actually, I don't know if Suarez. I know was on Suarez there. was on it because I raised you know, the eyebrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Suarez right now is probably the biggest problem that Barcelona have because they can't play well. Is it well, because of, he's, they can't have Griezmann and everyone on the pitch at the same time. Basically, Messi Messi wants him on the pitch because he's like he's like Messi's whipping boy, um, who will do essentially anything that he wants him to. And then, as soon as a manager puts on a different player from Suarez, Messi takes the hoof. Yeah. But then sometimes Suarez plays like shit, and you want to sub him off, but you can't because then Messi will take the hoof. And if Messi takes the hoof, then the entire thing goes tits up. Do you know Suarez is now Barca's third highest goal scorer of all time? He's been there for Which a long time. Mad. Yeah, then you realise he's been there for what, six years now? Yeah. Since the 2014 yeah. World Cup? <clears throat> it's a very long time to be playing at a high level. Yeah. That's impressive. And he was he was also playing at a high level in Liverpool, to be fair. Oh, no, no. Suarez mm-hmm. had one of the best seasons ever in the Premier League. He had 31 yeah. goals. Uh, in his That's last he season, taken, and he had he, he had like a five game ban to start the year. 
Yeah, that's what Matt. he was taking to Boris, I suppose. That's his CV is. Per Norch as well. Well, you per just Norch. need to be careful. You know, you can't you can't have a wee snack on the pitch if your wee snack is someone else's shoulder. Mm. Is he third of all? Who's he behind? Messi and who? If he's third of all, th- or did you just read that he was third of all? I just read that he was third. I don't know who he was second. Like Messi and I should Cruyff know, or something. I, re- like that. I read that someone was second, and I can't. can't well, he remember. has the same amount of goals Is as Caesar Rodriguez. Um, let's just say it's fucking Iniesta. Let's go for that. There we are. Well, this is a weird list. <laughs> the goal scorers are not listed in order of goals. <laughs> Oh, I swear fuck. to God, I don't right. know what the fuck. Why is anything else you want to go on about? Nick, did you want to talk uh, about the Formula One? The F one coming up this weekend. Um, well, just one final note on football: uh, the race right. for the Golden Boot. What do you lads think? Uh, well, I hope it's not Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy's not going to get any punishment uh, because he's a good English boy, and they want the nice English boy to beat these damn foreigners for the Golden Boot. Yeah, Brexit. Uh, you Brexit. think he's gonna? That's going to be Brexit's Golden Boot. You know what? Yeah. The red, white, and blue boot. Thank you very much. Bread boot. French or American? <laughs> so that's a white French uh, community around the water side. You know, if you ever take a look. Oh, well, Aubameyang's actually started scoring again, which is nice. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he could, he could pick it up, get a few goals in the North London derby. Arsenal's going to be really fired up for that. Yeah, at the moment, it, it is. It's looking. Not to discount Danny Ings, but I'm going to discount Danny Ings. It looks like a, a three-way race at the moment between Vardy, uh, Aubameyang, and Salah. And yeah. You, you have to think that at this point, it really does depend quite heavily on do they have like favourable matchups. You know. Because well, this is another thing. If you're if you know, you're right and Leicester pick up and win all their games, yeah. then realistically that'll be because of Vardy scoring. And then he's likely to win. He's like, well, not just him, I suppose. I and Acho's there. You do too, have one or two players who, like, every now and then, like, just bang in a worldie. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's not necessarily just up to that, but you'd like to think there would be a correlation between Leicester yeah. winning and Vardy and having more goals. But then Aubameyang, as Connor said, again, in the North London derby, you'd yeah. like to see him get a couple. So you never know. Salah's playing for Liverpool, so you never fucking know. Yeah, Salah was inches away from a hat trick. Um, yeah, last night as well, which is which is very unlucky not to get one. Nice to see. Yeah, there's yeah. a peach of a ball at the end there in the dying minutes from Andy Robertson that it just just couldn't quite get the right connection with. But otherwise, yeah, um, yeah. So that's it. That's it for the prem. We have got a few games coming up, uh, of course, in the week. Then we've got a Liverpool game soonish. I mean, you've got Everton. Everton are playing Southampton and then Bournemouth versus Tottenham. Aston Villa are playing. Well, Aston Villa are giving points to Man United. Uh, and then uh, what? Watford, Newcastle, Norwich, West Ham, and Liverpool. Burnley and that will all start kicking off uh, on. Is it Saturday? Uh, yes. Yeah, those are, those yeah, are Saturday. Burnley and Liverpool Saturday, yeah. Yeah, but the stuff that's going on tomorrow or later on, later on today, I suppose, or yesterday for anyone who's listening to this or whatever. Everton, Southampton, Bournemouth, Tottenham, Aston Villa, Man United. Right then, that's the football. All right. Well, I got no, I got nothing else to talk about on this fine day. No, no. I just will give a a, a brief shake in that there is um, another Formula One race happening this weekend. Uh, If you tune in and watch it, you are not having a, a severe case of deja vu. Uh, you do not have some weird kind of brain disorder. It is the exact same track. So hang on, Nick. What was your podium to, for last week? Same place. 
You said it was going to be Hamilton first, Verstappen second. I said, I think I said Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen. I think you said that like Hamilton, Bottas were one and two. I don't know, like they were going to be whichever. I think you did specify whichever order. You really let me down. Why did you put money on? I didn't, but I hold my Bobby Boy bets to a high standard. (laughs) Uh, Well, Hamilton, Hamilton did end up crossing the line second, but he uh, he punted Albon off the track and picked himself up a five second time penalty, which moved him down into I think fourth place instead of being second. I cheated. So he lost his he lost his position on there, and Verstappen may well have actually uh, uh, won this race if it weren't for his car. Uh, breaking down about 11 laps in so that one was a bit of a dud but uh, Bottas did uh, did take home the win uh, like the, are people hoping finish, that this is just teething problems because of the break or could that be could they repeat with a lot of engine and car it's, trouble this it's week it's a mix it's it's actually kind of a mix of both so there was there was actually three separate issues that were causing um, them to have their I think there was this was like the worst race in terms of like number of cars that didn't finish since like 2015 or something Um, and it was a mixture of things first of all as you say teething issues because it's the first race they've had in like over half a year so a lot of them are just kind of like oh well shite we forgot to do this oh we forgot to do that it's just a little bit of like dust coming off and then um, also it was quite hot and the hotter these cars get the more likely there are to be problems and the other issue which is kind of track specific which will be interesting to see what happens uh, this Sunday is that the the uh, the Red Bull Ring uh, which is the name, the name of the track um, in Austria? It has these um, these curbs on some of the corners, um, and it's not unusual for F1 tracks to have um, curbs around some of the corners. But these curbs in Austria are, are particularly aggressive, um, and some of them are are they're quite you know they're quite um, harsh curbs. And when the cars go over these curbs, which is the fastest way to go around the track, is to bite some of these curbs um, in the turns. But when they run a wheel over these curbs. Um, it vibrates the car uh, like a ton. Like yeah. imagine going over some rumble strips in your in your Peugeot, and then imagine that you're doing that at 200 miles an hour. Imagine my and Peugeot could get to 200 miles an hour it would be fucking well, the first well, thing, but <laughs> it would fall apart not. long ahead. Of, no, I, I understand. Like the yeah, so it's, it's basically like it, it yeah. shakes the car to bits. Yeah. And so Mercedes specifically, Mercedes had a big problem in this last race where some of their gearbox sensors were starting to get shaken to pieces by these curbs. And so they actually, the Mercedes um, team strategist had to come on the radio to both Bottas and Hamilton and say, stop going on the curbs. You have to stop driving over these curbs or the car will break down. Um, Because basically they were, they were trying, they were both taking quite a bit of curb in order to, to like race each other because Bottas wanted to, to keep his lead and Hamilton wants to overtake Bottas. and, And basically the engineer just got on the radio to the both of them and was like listen you two stop this now otherwise neither of you are going to finish the race yeah so we'll have to see if that crops up again next uh next race which is going to be again this sunday um boy's gonna practice sessions starting on friday what's going to happen or rosberg Rosberg, yep who has retired i know i know but you know what i mean He's, he's not going to let yeah. Hamilton just walk for the title again, or just have a nice <laughs> little gander. No, yeah. So I want every every well, race from now on. I just want um, I want Bottas just to just go straight into Hamilton in the first corner and see how far <laughs> I get. Just, like, 
Does cycle? Uh, sorry, does F one kind of work like cycling, where you have like teams and some people say go on ahead? They work a sort of um, air resistance, basically. They take off so, the air resistance and kind of. In some situations, yes. So the way Formula One is organized is they have got at the moment ten teams. Although that number isn't set, you can have uh, you can have more teams than that if if there are other people who want to join. And each team has got two cars, so one driver per car. And the teams can, if they want to, they can coordinate strategy between the two cars. So they can, for instance, uh, they could get the one car to slow down in order to back people up behind it, and then create space for the car in front so mercedes could have said to hamilton hey we really want you to to slow down here and you know kind of like slow down whoever's behind you that way bottas gets more room ahead of him uh, between you and him so he can have an easier shot at winning the race alternatively because hamilton had a time penalty uh, mercedes could have said to uh, to bottas let hamilton get past you then you back people up and that way hamilton can make five seconds of space between oh, yeah, actually, the two of you. I was going to ask you so about he that. Like if he just won body. it by... I know it's probably a big ask given the speed yeah. they're going, but if he won that by five seconds, would that just... that Would that penalty have basically meant nothing? Yes. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. right. So it's it's That's purely a time penalty. It's just whatever time is on the stopwatch when you finish the race, you slap five seconds on top of that. And then whatever position that puts you in the order, that's your finishing position. Like I take it so you can still be like penalised and such. Like you're like you're disqualified from the race if you do something. Very uh, you can be disqualified or... from the race oh, right, for right, various right. things. Well, that makes mostly sense. mostly it'll be like behaviour things. Like if you've if you've purposefully like driven into someone, then you can get disqualified for that or breaking yeah. rules. Um, it's very rarely just for like oh you you've, you've you've like done a little tiny thing or you've driven in the wrong you've you've, you've driven over the you've cut the corner too much. It doesn't. Don't, people don't get disqualified that very yeah, often. Fair. Yeah. But you can get disqualified. Fair. Good in news, Nick. Case, though, they judged it to be not too serious. Aye, go Good on. Good news. Uh, Eagles defensive tackle Malik Jackson is defending Deshaun Jackson. Ugh. Along with calling uh, <laughs> the uh, the Islamic State anti-Semitic prophet the Honourable Farrakhan. Oh, yes. This is, this is what we like to see. Wait, I'm sorry. I think you I think you might have misspoke there. You mean you mean Farrakhan? Nah, Farrakhan. Yeah. It's not the Islamic State, it's the nation of Islam. Nation of Islam, Islamic State, whatever. <laughs> Those are very, very different things. <laughs> tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> Actually, I just need you to understand those are not the same people. I don't even <laughs> So ISIS or no it's very common things. Yeah, um, uh, NFL players are not endorsing ISIS right now. That's not what's yet. going on. We should on. clarify that. Yet. <laughs> so it does seem like it's only a matter of time before somebody fucking I mean, says we've, something. We've had uh, Deshaun Jackson backing up Hitler already. You know, <laughs> could, could only be Who's a matter next? of time before Al Sean <laughs> Jeffrey, you know, <laughs> takes a wee trip. Back to this, is, <laughs> this is Al Sean Jeffrey's moment to shine. This is a this is the time when he needs to go for the opposite mm. move. You know, he needs to start like wearing a kippa and turning up to to mosque. Oh, he'll <laughs> post he'll post like a photo of nine eleven and say, "Oh, there was a synagogue on that floor." Makes sense. Oh my! I will... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy, end it with boom. X was it work, Connor? <laughs> I am. Oh, God damn it! Is it too soon? 
<laughs> it, oh, it hasn't been 20 years yet. That's a, that's a, is it 19 years or 20 years? Is the cutoff well, for making fun of stuff? It was 2000. Uh, well, it was... So, uh, I think 19's very specific. It feels like 20 makes more sense. Oh, that's a, the yeah, South Park joke. Is that it's 19. It's like oh, they weren't it? allowed to make fun of AIDS until all of a sudden an AIDS joke got funny and they're like, oh, it's been 19 years. <laughs> we oh, can Lord. make fun of it. <laughs> well, it has... Oh, well. Has it, uh, it's coming up on 19 years. How long before you can make jokes? <laughs> I don't have to wait. You, you be specific. What do you see? We just get our doors bust down by men in suits and sunglasses. Uh, ah, whatever. We'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave that for another day. I say 19 years. Yeah. Hasn't been 19 years yet. So it hasn't. It's, you shouldn't have laughed at that joke, Matthew. Years. You're, you're shameful. <laughs> well, we can just wait to post this podcast until September and then we're fine. That's true. I mean, that would be certainly be a... Uh, it would be a bit out of date, things. yes, I would. I accept that. Like some, we would date some of the things we're the topics we're talking about. We would date some some of everything. <laughs> you never know. Maybe there's another Austrian grand. Pay- oh, speak. It's all about Austrians today too. Deshaun Jackson supporting Hitler too. There you are. It's a big day for the Austrians. I... <laughs> anyway. So- we're going to leave the podcast there, <laughs> and we will pick note. up on Sunday slash Monday. Hopefully. Yeah. Sunday in your yeah, dreams, really. Monday on your streams. Oh. <laughs> it's not too bad. All right, then, lads. Cheerio. All right. See you there.